Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, Rangers, and Rutgers Scarlet Knights, and I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for tuning in, and today we're going to be talking about the New York Rangers. They had three games in four nights. We'll be talking about the Rangers-Islanders game, Thursday night at MSG, the Rangers-Lightning game, Saturday night, and the Rangers-Carolina, Sunday evening. So let's go ahead and get started. The Rangers had a tough stretch playing three games in four nights, starting Thursday night against the Islanders. Uh, They ended up playing Tampa Saturday night and Carolina Sunday night. So that's a tough four nights. And the Rangers went 2-1 and in that stretch, which is pretty good. And even the loss, which was to the Islanders on Thursday night, they played well in. It was a tough game. And that's the one we're going to start with. So Rangers-Islanders on Thursday night, they end up losing 2-1. to uh, It was a hard-fought, tough, exciting game at Madison Square Garden. This was a physical game. It was a hard play game the Rangers really needed because of their tough upcoming schedule. But it ended up that they made up for losing this game over the weekend. Uh, the Rangers started their new free agent. They got Frank Vitrano, and he played right wing with Stroman Panarin. Uh, this game was pretty exciting in the first period. Lots of nonstop action. If you've seen Rangers Islanders games, they're some of the best games there are. They're they're my personal favorites to watch. It's always exciting. A lot of emotion, a lot of action, a lot of hits, and really good fun games in general. There were some good saves in the first period. And it was 0-0 after one. One of the more exciting games, you know, one of the more exciting periods without any goals I've seen this season. Reeves had tons of hits. Vitrano played really well. He seems like he skates very well. He's fast and uh, has lots of good effort. Uh, The Rangers took a 1-0 lead on a power play goal right at the beginning of the second period. Uh, After a number of high-quality saves by Sorokin, who is the Islanders goaltender, the Rangers finally broke through on a power play goal of their own with by Kreider, again, to tie the game 1-1 with about five minutes left. uh, Kreider, at that point, had 40 goals on the year, including 21 power play goals. Very impressive. Uh, Before that goal, though, uh, Sorokin had made unbelievable save after unbelievable save on the Rangers. He's really good. Uh, The second period in this game ended 1-1. It was exciting. As I mentioned, hard-hitting and lots of fun, as these games always are between these two. Uh, That continued into the third period, and the Islanders scored, unfortunately, with two and a half minutes left in the game, and they ended up taking a 2-1 lead, um, and that ended up being the the winning goal. Um, It was kind of a horseshit goal, in my opinion. It was right after Lindgren took an elbow to the face, um, and it, it knocked his stick out and left him with a bloody face, but there was no call, and they never really got set after he tried to go to the bench and get a new stick, and the Islanders scored on a deflected shot that went past Igor, you know, during the end of that. It was uh, kind of a horseshit no call by the referee, and it cost the Rangers probably at least a point, you know, maybe in this game. It was a tough loss. Um, it was one where I felt like the Rangers deserved a better fate, but they didn't get the win. Um, you know, and it was one that could have hit particularly hard because of the next two games that the Rangers were to play, but it went pretty well for the Rangers over the weekend. Um, So that's really all I have to say about the Rangers Islanders, other than uh, the games were always fun. It was always exciting. They lost the game, but it was a a good game, an exciting game. The Rangers have the Islanders again at home at Madison Square Garden on April 1st, and a game that I'll be at, so that should be fun. I'm going to move on to the Saturday evening affair where the Rangers played at Tampa Bay. The Rangers bounced back from their loss to the Islanders Saturday night and beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
uh, on the road in Tampa on a late power play goal. And the Rangers have now beaten the Lightning, who are the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, every single game this year. Uh, this is the last time they're going to face the Lightning this year, and they've now swept the season series 3 nothing. So um, it's certainly a huge boost for their confidence. Um, this seems to be the one elite team that the Rangers seem capable of beating. Um, they certainly look much better against the Lightning than they do compared to some of the other elite teams in the league. Uh, as far as this game and how it went, Tampa kind of had the better play in the first period, though the Rangers had a few good chances. Uh, Tampa ended up scoring on a power play goal to go up one nothing heading into the second period. Um, in the second period, the Rangers were on a power play. And for some reason, Fox took a hooking penalty, which was not great, but it didn't. It ended up not costing them. And after they killed off the penalty, they promptly took another penalty as Tampa had back-to-back power plays in the second period. The Rangers did fight hard, though, and they killed off the penalty. And shortly after that, they tied the game 1-1 on a goal by Truba. Uh, Tampa ended up challenging the goal. The challenge failed, and the Rangers ended up immediately on the power play after that tying goal. Um, the ensuing power play by the Rangers and some of the ones that followed that were particularly awful. Uh, the Rangers never got even set up on this particular power play, not one single time in the offensive zone, never mind actually getting any shots. They never friggin' got set up in the zone. A few minutes later, you know, the game got very heated. The Rangers went back on the power play yet again. Uh, one of the Tampa dudes ran right into Shesterkin. Lindgren got in a fight with him. Tampa ended up with the extra minor on that, um, and the Rangers went back on the power play, and again, it was no avail. The Rangers' power play, one more time, had zero shots on goal. Uh, the power play was particularly ineffective against Tampa almost all the game. Uh, with less than a minute left in the second period, the Rangers went back on the power play, but once again, the power play failed. Second period into the third period. It was ineffective most of the night. It was an exciting back-and-forth third period, though. Uh, lots of good action. There was a fight by Reeves, some excellent saves by both goalies. Um, the Rangers again, again, went back on the power play with two minutes left in the game. And this was the one that turned the game on this power play. Um, the Rangers struggled to win face-offs, but uh, they did cash in on this power play. It was a great pass from Panarin to Mika. Mika scored on a one-timer uh, with one second left in the power play to give the Rangers a one-goal lead with just 16 seconds left in the game. Uh, that ended up obviously being the game winner, and the Rangers won 2-1. to one. Uh, It was a much-needed power play goal. The Rangers uh, were 0-5 for 5 on the power play before that and had looked particularly bad. Uh, the power play for the Rangers this year has been spectacular. I bet the best I've seen it really in recent memory. It's been very, very good. Uh, and even recently, it's been very, very good. Not just the whole year, but um, over the last, say, month, it's been excellent. Um, this particular game, they had all kinds of troubles, but it ended up winning the game for them with 16 seconds left. They were one for six, but the one was, was huge. Uh, this was a very nice win against an elite Lightning team. Uh, the Rangers then had to do it all all over again the next night against the Carolina Hurricanes. So let's go ahead and discuss the Sunday night game against Carolina. So after a tough, hard-fought late-night win over Tampa on Saturday night, they got out late and had to fly to Carolina, and the Rangers ended up beating the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday night 2-0. Uh, it was a game that the Rangers were utterly and completely dominated by Carolina. They were outshot 44-16. to 16. They were dominated almost from start to finish by the, the Carolina Hurricanes, and it was a game that was won shockingly 
shockingly, by outstanding goaltending from Georgiev, believe it or not. The win completed what amounts to an outstanding weekend for the New York Rangers, beating the Tampa Bay Lightning and then the Carolina Hurricanes on the road Back-to-back nights is no small feat, and the Rangers should really be proud of this accomplishment and use it as a building block to finish this season strong. Georgiev was in goal and was just absolutely outstanding. He stood on his head and and just carried the Rangers in this one. Um, This game, like many other games against elite teams, for some reason, the Rangers uh, look overmatched. Um, and in this team in particular over the last two years, the Rangers have consistently looked overmatched against the Hurricanes and it continued on Sunday evening. Uh, this is one of the few teams in the league the Rangers just do not seem to be on the same level as. Uh, and right from the beginning. So let's talk about the game. Fox took an early penalty right in the first couple of minutes of the game and the Rangers began, began the game on the defensive immediately in this game. And it seemed like it never stopped. Carolina peppered Georgia with shots all over in the first. Surprisingly, Georgiev was, was very good and looked very strong right from the start and all game. Um, the first period ended scoreless with the Rangers having one single shot on goal by a forward the entire first period. It was really dreadful. <clears throat> Just domination by Carolina. The Rangers were finally getting some momentum a little bit early in the second period. Strom ended up hitting a crossbar again. I don't know what it is with him and his friggin' cockeyed shooting lately. Strom off a nice pass. Um, he had a nice lead, came in and hit the crossbar. Rangers were very active. And then, of course, my friend Nemeth, I say facetiously, took a penalty. Um, the call, honestly, for him did look like kind of a horseshit call, more incidental contact. But the Rangers killed it off. Georgia was very stout during that penalty kill. Uh, Zibanejad actually had a shorthanded breakaway, which he just missed. Zibanejad really, really is picking up his game lately. Halfway through the game, <laughs> just to show the utter domination that Carolina had in this game, in the middle of the second period, the Rangers had exactly four entire shots on goal. Four shots on goal. So picture this. They are 30 minutes into a 60-minute game, and they had four shots on goal. When you counted them at that point, 26 to 4 was the shot totals halfway through the game. 26 to 4 Carolina. That's how ridiculously dominating Carolina was and how good Georgiev was. Uh, Then seemingly out of nowhere, the Rangers sort of turned it around a little bit and amazingly Kreider deflected a shot past the um, Carolina goalie and that gave the Rangers a one nothing lead and the Rangers could slightly exhale a little bit. At that point, they had been getting outshot 28 to seven and were up one nothing. Uh, Kreider somehow, by the way, is hot again and he continues his outstanding year. He had quite a dip there for a few games, but this year, even his Dips where you don't hear his name don't last as long. They used to last a couple weeks to a month in the past. And this year, when it happens with him, it's only been a game or two. He's having just a tremendous, tremendous year, Kreider. It's unbelievable. Um, then in the third period, uh, started out one nothing, And it was, again, all Carolina, the third period. Constant, constant offensive zone, possession time and pressure by Carolina, that's all you saw in the third period. Really, the, the entire first five to seven minutes of the third period on Sunday night, you, it seemed like the puck was in the Rangers zone. It was just complete domination. Um, 
it, it was tough. At, at one point, the shots were 40 to 12 against. Uh, the Rangers ended up holding off the onslaught and ended up scoring an empty net goal with under a minute left. And the Rangers won two to nothing. Georgiev stood on his friggin' head and probably had maybe the best game of his career. Uh, it was when you look back at this game and the Saturday night game against Tampa, it was an outstanding, outstanding weekend for the Rangers, uh, beating the, you know, two time defending Stanley Cup champion, you know, Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa and then winning in Carolina Sunday. They actually played a very good game on Thursday night too, as I mentioned, even though they lost 2-1 to the Islanders. It was a good game. Uh, the Rangers seem to have sort of steadied the ship, you know, a bit here before the trading deadline. Um, I don't want to get too high in this because again, Sunday was a game, another game in which they really could say they had any five on five goals. You know, they, they had, um, the one deflection by Kreider and then sort of a empty net goal. I don't know if you count that as a five on five goal, but in any case, um, the Rangers don't have a lot of scoring, right? So they scored one goal on Thursday, two goals on Saturday and two goals on Sunday. So five total goals in three games. They have to do better than that if they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs. But still, against two elite teams and sort of a surging Islander team, they went two and one and played very well in all three games. So hats off. Um, just before this most recent period, the Rangers seemed that they had kind of lost their game uh, a little bit. Um, but it was good to see them playing strong hockey again, even against some of the elite teams in the league. Now we're very close to the trade deadline, which is 3 p.m. on Monday, and we'll see what the Rangers look like after that trading deadline as they go forward in their march to the playoffs. And I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends all about it. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.